Let's Talk, Bible Fellowship Church's devotional podcast, devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for joining us today. Our passage for this devotional is going to come from the book of Zechariah, chapter 3. And we'll start in verse 1 and read till I stop. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a brand plucked from the fire? Now Joshua was standing before the angel, clothed with filthy garments. And the angel said to those who were standing before him, Remove the filthy garments from him. And to him he said, Behold, I have taken your iniquity away from you, and I will clothe you with pure vestments. And I said, Let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head, and clothed him with garments, and the angel of the Lord was standing by. And the angel of the Lord solemnly assured Joshua, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in my ways and keep my charge, then you shall rule my house and have charge of my courts, and I will give you the right to assess among those who are standing here. Hear now, O Joshua the high priest, you and your friends who sit before you, for they are men who are a sign. Behold, I will bring my servant the branch. For behold, on the stone that I have set before Joshua, on a single stone with seven eyes, I will engrave its inscription, declares the Lord of hosts, and I will remove the iniquity of this land in a single day. And that day, declares the Lord of hosts, every one of you will invite his neighbor to come under his vine and under his fig tree. This is a bit of a uh, needle drop uh, devotional, which is going to become an even more dated reference than it already is. And we're just going to kind of pick this up in the middle. I've been reading through the uh, minor prophets in the Old Testament. And I just came to this uh, little uh, little section here. And this is in the middle of um, a collection of visions that the prophet Zechariah uh, sees and relays to the people of God. Zechariah is a uh, post-exilic prophet, which just means that he's talking to the people of God after they're coming back from exile. So they're back in the promised land um, a remnant is, not everyone is, uh, but a remnant comes back and they're trying to rebuild the promised land and they're discouraged and they're bringing a lot of guilt and shame and iniquity with them from exile and even after they come back and this prophet is sent to uh, convict them where they need to be convicted encourage them where they need to be encouraged and in this particular vision, God is showing us that in both the Old and the New Testament, he is a God of grace. And this vision is a vision of Joshua, the high priest at this time, uh, who is in his own way a symbol of uh, all of Jerusalem, all of Judah, all of Israel. And God is saying, you know, Satan, you have come to accuse. And that's what his name means, Satan. He is the accuser. He is the one who comes before God and says, these people are evil. They have forsaken you. uh, They have turned away and you should destroy them. And God would be just in destroying. God would be just in judging his people who have turned away. But as much as God is a God of judgment, he is also a God of grace. We see this both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and specifically here in this vision, where he says, yes, yes, Joshua is covered in filthy garments, but I'm going to take these garments away, and I'm going to give him, because I'm a loving and giving God, clean garments And this is a picture that is picked up in the New Testament, that when we accept Christ, when we we are saved, 
what happens is we are told at that point to, to put off the old self, put on the new self, to live in these new, clean, pure, gracious garments that God has given us. And this is the picture here, that God in His grace is the one who supply, supplies cleanliness, supplies holiness, supplies new life. And then at that point, the angel tells Joshua, which really, again, this is talking to Israel, and saying, if you will walk in my ways and keep my charge, then you will have a right relationship with me and with your fellow people. So on the other side of our salvation, on the other side of God's grace, we are called to put off the old man, to put on the new man, to walk in the spirit and not to walk in the flesh. God is gracious, uh, but he does call us to a, a, a lifestyle that reflects the reality of who we are in Christ, or who we are in God, talking in the specifics of this story. But beyond that, we see God's promise of an ultimate fulfillment, that even though by God's grace we are new people, we are new creations, there is an even greater fulfillment of what God is going to do. He says, I will bring my servant the branch. This is calling up this picture of the coming Messiah, David's branch, who is going to make all things right. In that day, declares the Lord of hosts, every one of you will invite his neighbor to come under his vine and fig tree. This is a a vision of that day, of the day of the Lord, when all will be made right and all will be made well. Perhaps some of you have been invited to go somewhere that you wouldn't typically go on your own. Maybe somebody um, invited you to dinner at a really nice hotel that you wouldn't typically go to, uh, but you are invited because you are guests of these friends of yours who live there, um, or someone pays for you to go stay uh, at, a, at a place that is nicer than somewhere you would typically go, or, or maybe you win a giveaway of some sort, and you, you get to go be a guest at a nice hotel, and you show up uh, in your clothes, and with your luggage, and with the experiences that you have, and you show up at a place and you say, this is, this is not for me, I do not belong here. This is too wealthy. This is too opulent. Uh, you know, I, I don't deserve to be at a place like this. But you are there because someone paid for you to be there. Someone wants you to be there. And in this example, the person who owns everything there is the one who invites you and says, I have paid for you to be there. I want you to be a part of this experience. God, in his grace and love, has paid for us to be at the equivalent of the nice hotel. He has given us the new clothes to show up and to participate in the banquet and the feast and the experience and the party and the celebration. And the accuser may come to us today and say, you don't deserve to be here. You're not wealthy enough. You're not good enough. You are not the right kind of person. And we can say to that, you are correct. We do not deserve to be here. But the one who owns all of this said that we could come. And so as much as we don't deserve to be there, we can celebrate, we can enjoy, we can partake, because our God is a God of grace. And so now what's our application? Is we live like those whom God has made us to be. We are his priests. We are his holy nation. We are new creations. And by his grace and through his power and for his glory and our good, we can live like sons and daughters of the living God who has called us into his presence, has put on us the holy garments and called us to live life with and for him. Lord, we thank you 
that you are a gracious and loving and faithful God, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Lord, we thank you for these pictures in both the Old and the New Testament that remind us of your character, God, and the life that you have called us to, that you don't call us to alone or without help, uh, but you, you provide a way for us through the branch, through Jesus, uh, to live a life with and for you. We thank you for this story from Zechariah today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk Church Family. You are loved. Have a blessed day.